And this pod is the, this we recorded at the end of February, but these are headlines from the future. That's right. They're from the future. And to join me in doing this is the snake. Snake, here you are. Here I am. Here I am. Joining me on a glorious day to talk about the future that others can't see. But somehow, we can. That's nice. Yep. I blame the booze. I think it's the booze. Always is the booze. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna march through because what well, man, we're at a very exciting time. No, it's fair. Oh, sure. oh, beer almost fell overflowed. Um, we're not anywhere near uh, fancy football time, but we're we're. I guess a lot of things are are being decided right now that can affect fantasy football. Uh, free agency is happening. It's around the corner. Like, you know, Leonard Fournette just got released the other day. That changes things. Um, we've got free agency coming up. We've got the draft, which, you know, I love. The draft is coming up. And uh, it's... I don't know. Everything's kind of happening right now, but it's typically not a time where we have a pod. So I guess this is something I figured that no one's going to listen today. No one's going to listen to tomorrow, but maybe in August, you know, when like, you know, preseason's warming up, they're going to want to go back and listen to the pod. And I figured how nice would it be to listen to a podcast where we're predicting the future? In fact, things that may be happening at that moment in August uh, we're just gonna go ahead and predict right now. It seems like it's a shortcut. It's a shortcut. I think it's a great idea. Um, yes. So okay. Well, uh, before we get into that, uh, Snake, what's happening new in 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 fatherhood? How's fatherhood going for you? Oh, it's just typical fatherhood. Sick for like over a month of just. Someone being sick, then the next person being sick, then the next person being sick. So finally, we've reached that point where somebody is not sick in this house. So it is, um, you know. Yeah, but I did get uh, did get a weekend away from the kids. That was very nice. Um, don't you love when I talk about um, the best things about fatherhood? Is the three days away. Yeah. No, you nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. The kids stop being sick. That's always kind of nice. Um, yeah. Stopping being sick and um, and uh, being away from them for three days. That's kind of the best part. Getting away from your kids is kind of the best. Uh, I will say the reason we're recording tonight is that tomorrow Bennett is going to get her tonsils taken out, which I'm not from a tonsils removal family. I feel like there's families that typically have like, oh, me and all my brothers and sisters all got their tonsils taken out. Um, we're not one of those families. This is completely foreign to us. It seems ridiculous that I'm going to have someone voluntarily take something out of my daughter's throat and she's three, but, uh, yeah, she sleeps like a chainsaw and, uh, her sleeping is just not that great. So she's going to get tonsils taken out and then we're going to drown her in ice cream. That seems like how it goes. 
That seems I think like that's a... my brother. My brother had that done around that same age, and it was like for that same reason that they're like, man, it's not normal for a kid that age to be snoring like a long sail. You know, long it's bad. She just likes yeah. to sleep face to face. So if like she's having a bedroom, she crawls in our room and just parks her face right in front of ours, and then creates uh, a variety of terrible noises that uh, go from like weird th- deep throat whistles to just loud straight ups like <clears throat> like right in your face. And it's not fun. It's not fun for her, uh, but she's unconscious. But it's definitely not fun for us. So um, it seems like it's a winner for everyone to get that handled. And that is uh, that's where we're at. That's where we're at on. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. It's terrifying, but uh, I think it'll be fine. Uh, modern medicine seems to have conquered this uh, exact procedure. So uh, we'll do that. But um, while she recovers and is drowning herself in ice cream, uh, it'll be the NFL Combine, which is clearly my favorite thing. I do love the NFL Combine. And uh, free agency. <laughs> a late hit. But yeah, the NFL Combine's coming up. You and I, we're going to, uh, we'll talk about it later, but I think I'm going to hook you up. I don't know if you've got an NFL network, but I'm going to hook you up with the stream. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited about defensive linemen because that feels like where the Seahawks are going to pour all of their capital into. And you know, we like athletic freaks. We like athletic freaks from tiny schools. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then free agency. And then uh, soon thereafter, the NFL draft. And maybe we'll do another pod after that. But for now, we're just going to kind of, let's say we don't do any more pods before, I know. And that's a depressing idea. That's, I don't even know why you said it out loud. But if we don't do any more pods before the next piece of fantasy football season, I wanted to make a pod today that will uh, last the test of time. So um, with that, we're going to do headlines. Um, and... I have I, I got a sound effect for us. We'll, we'll play this cool sound effect. So anyway, uh, Snake, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I think you should go first. All right, I'll go first. I started in uh, in the realm of free agency, and I will uh, I will kind of like explain that I, all of my headlines are kind of based on I guess what I kind of what I always think is like if the if you're the fan base of you know, we're the fan base of the Seahawks. If there's something you're afraid the Cardinals might do, like I was really afraid the Cardinals would get Sean Payton or like the Cardinals would get like a good head coach. And then they got a shit head coach. And now I'm probably fine with it. Like, I feel like franchises should operate on the idea of like, you should, whatever the other fan base is afraid of do that because that that's probably the best move for your franchise. So that's what I did. I basically looked at all of the other franchises and I said, what am I afraid of? Or, you know, something like that. That's kind of how I based all my, all my guesses on. So my first one, well, all, a lot of mine are not good for the Seahawks. But anyway, let's, let's go with the first headline. Roll the headline sound effect. This is CNN Breaking News. Chiefs linebacker Bobby Wagner says Arrowhead is louder than the clink. That is, that is my prediction. That, is, that, is, that was my first headline that, uh, you know, Bobby Wagner ends up on a championship pending team and then just hits us where it hurts the most, and it's our noisiness. What do you, what do you think? Does that sound 
It sound, I'm afraid of it happening, so it sounds like something I, that might actually happen. I think it's a great uh, first one of these uh, future headlines. Because I tell you what, when you sent me when you sent me that as an example, and I I saw the notification come up, and that was the what was there. Like I, it, 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 I didn't get the. You thought I, it was I real. Actually, something, and I and I said to myself, I was like. What an asshole thing to say. Right. <laughs> that, and I do like, think oh, it. You're telling me, oh, this is what you want me to do. Oh, okay. No, it's a great one because I can totally see that happening. Do you remember Earl Thomas? Like literally giving the finger like, yeah, the Legion of Boom does not go quietly. And they are not afraid to go to our rivals. Sherman went to the Niners. Like this is, this something bad is about to happen. Bobby Wagner went to the Rams, tried to hurt us, did, and now he's going to try to hurt us even more. I, I don't yeah. think he's coming back. I think he's going to go to some AFC team that's prone for a championship. And then, yeah, this is how I thought he would find a way to hurt us. Oh, just a little bit I, more. There's no, there's no way he's going to be back with Seattle. I just, I, I would love for that to happen. I think it would be great. I think the fans would welcome him back with open arms because it wasn't like he left on like bad terms, like you know, Earl did and right, even right, right, sure. right. But um, he's still but I, think that, I think he was just so hurt by the way that it all went down. I think that he's like it's a middle finger to Seattle. Yeah. Like he knows he'll, he's going to be a Hall of Famer and he'll go in Hall of Fame into Seattle and it all will be fine. But there's no way he's going to be coming back. He was a 99 in Madden. We let him go. And, you know, Pete even said some stuff talking about Russ saying, you know, we've created an environment where all of our players can come back no matter how they left. And it's like, is he talking to Bobby? Maybe, maybe I'd love it, but I just, I don't know. I'm not that optimistic. So anyway, that was my first headline. What is your first headline? Let's see. The first one I'll do. Let's do this one. This one's, um, and uh, well, let me know when you want me to play the. We gotta play the breaking news. So you let me know when you're ready, and I'll play it. So, wait, do you want me to play? You play the breaking news. Yeah, first I play the breaking the, news, and then you do it. Yeah, that's that's the okay. professional I, organization. I wasn't really going. paying attention when you did it with no. yourself. So, um, okay. Play, so yeah, play it now. here we go. Breaking news. This is CNN breaking news. R. Jackson's mom says her son is being disrespected by the Ravens franchise tag. Ooh, that is good. Bringing mom into the negotiations. It's always got to be a mom. because It's well, always he's representing the mom. Himself, right? So, like, Lamar Jackson is representing himself, which is, like, I get it. Great when you're going to be making the amount of money that he's going to be making. But at the same time, it's... I think that he needs a good agent for what he's about to deal with. And his mom, <laughs> not exactly that. So, um, so yeah, I think that he's going to get the franchise tag or I shouldn't say, I, I think I know because I've read the headline of the future that he's <laughs> franchise tag from the Ravens. He's not going to be happy about it because he's not going to get that guaranteed money that he is seeking it's true. It's nasty and it's ugly. And I also think that Ravens thing is the, it's the biggest domino to fall. Whatever the fuck happens there could change everything. I love that. I, That's a great, great headline. 
I do think that um, there is a chance that if he does get franchise tags, I know that one of the franchise tags that you can get, you get like two first round picks from a team if that you know. Right, but who they, wants the Ravens' first round picks? You know. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like there might there's enough quarterback needy teams that might take up that offer unless they put on the one where you can't, and that I think he would get pissed. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. It's a good point. I don't know what happens when they go down that road. And honestly, if you take Lamar Jackson away from the Ravens, maybe you do want, Oh no, you're giving up first round picks. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works out. Okay. Um, all right. My next, I have another free agency headline. Roll the tape. This is CNN breaking news. Breaking news, does Jalen Ramsey take the Bengals over the hump for Super Bowl favorite? That's right. Jalen Ramsey to the Bengals. I think it's uh, the trades, you know, the Rams, they don't have the money. They don't have the cap. They got to do something. Ramsey is going to stick around on that shit team. He's going to be a, he's, he's a championship whore. And I think him playing on the same team as uh, Burrow. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a bad fit. Also, like if you're trying to if you're in the AFC, you're trying to stop Burrow. I mean, you're stopping Burrow. You're trying to stop Mahomes, and you're trying to stop, uh, you know, what's the face Buffalo? Like you're trying to stop the big quarterback duels. Yeah, get yourself the best corner. He's only like 28, 29. Like there's a lot of good miles there. You forget how young Jalen Ramsey is. I think, yeah, Ramsey, the Bengals. I thought it was a nice swagger match. I could see that. I love it. I feel like they, that's the area in which they probably need to like upgrade the most on their team. Right. Right. And like, they're going to have to pay Burrow. And I don't know where their cap has, but like they're in the, they're in the mode where you start, you know, you you the window is only open for so long. Start shipping off picks. Start getting veterans. Start getting people that can take you over that hump so that you can beat the damn Chiefs. And I think that yeah, Ramsey might be that dude. Ramsey torturing Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I mean, wouldn't you want the world's best corner against the world's best quarterback? I think that's yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. All right, what's your next one? Oh, wait, let me know when you're ready. I'll roll the, I'll roll the tape. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do this one. Okay, uh, go ahead. Right, here we go, rolling the tape. This is CNN Breaking News. Yep. The Denver Star is reporting that Joe Mixon has praised his coach Peyton for his early success. <laughs> oh, Joe Mixon to the damn Broncos. That is something. So, I was reading some stuff about that because of the fact that they're going to have to pay, you know, Joe Burrow and they're going to have to pay uh, Jamar Chase, that Joe Mixon is someone that is potentially going to get cut. Yeah. Um, to save some money. And I think that if Joe Mixon is cut, he's going to be 
highly sought after by teams, and I feel like there's no team that needs a running back more than the Denver Broncos. And think about what Coach, what Sean Payton did with the running game when he when he was in uh, New Orleans. And yeah. I feel it would be uh, and where. Um, Javante Williams is it's now reporting that he's not going to be ready for the beginning of the year and stuff. I feel like it's a it would be a a perfect fit. All right, I love it. All right, I have a pre combine headline. No, sorry, it's just the combine. That P shouldn't be there. This is a combine headline. This is a recap to the combine that's going to happen this week. There we go. The sound effect. This is CNN breaking news. Devin Ashane, fastest running back since Chris Johnson. It's a Texas A&M kid. He's super fast. I think he's going to break the uh, the running back combine record. I think he's going to do it. I think we talk about people doing it every year. I usually don't really kind of give it any, but like this guy is, I think, the thing. I think he's the thing. I think this is the guy who does one thing at the combine. Then all of a sudden he was like, is he a fourth rounder? Is he a fifth? And now he's like, is he a second rounder? Is he a first rounder? Devin Eshane, super goddamn fast. He's my, I had to have one for the combine. So that is my combine headline. So uh, you don't have to do a combine headline. I just, I had to do one. So that's my combine headline. So for your next headline, I'm going to play the music. Let's see. I will do. Here we go. I'll stick. I'll stick. This is CNN breaking news. The young and the winless. The Texans have secured the two, the number one pick despite selecting Bryce Young as the number two overall. <laughs> the young and the winless. That is painful. And, I mean, I, uh... <laughs> I, I, for some reason, keep wanting them to not be the first overall pick next year because, like, where do you go from here? But, like, it's not at, it's not at, at all improbable. Like, yeah, they were the worst team this year. Why wouldn't they be the worst team next year? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and they got a defensive-minded coach, and I think that's really great for their long-term outlook. And they're going to take – I mean, and this is assuming that, you know, the, the Bears don't – trade that number one overall pick to someone else for someone else to take Bryce Young number one. Shit, they could trade it to the, the freaking Texans so that mm-hmm. the Texans can ensure that they get Bryce Young. But I just think that Bryce Young is not um, – with a, with the talent on that team, he's going to need a lot more in order to win some games. I think he's going to be good, but I don't think that they're going to do very well. All right. So my favorite part about the combine and the NFL draft is that the, the variance is that, you know, what you know, before the combine, then, you know, what you know, after the combine, and then, you know, what you know, going into the draft. And then, you know, you know, the actual thing after the draft and it's all of those phases are different. So I'm putting something out there. Play the clip. This is CNN breaking news. Richardson, number one overall pick. Shocker? That's my thing. That's it. I feel like Anthony Richardson right now is talked as a fringe first round pick. 
he's oh I don't know like could maybe a developmental pick 13th overall with the commanders or ninth like he's slowly his stock is creeping up and the fact is he's the most athletically gifted quarterback in this class and man doesn't that always fucking kind of matter I mean Trey Lance was incredibly inexperienced and people were like, he'll be a steal in the second round. And he went fourth overall. And the Niners traded up to get him. Like, I'm I'm not putting a cap on the Anthony Richardson stock. I think Anthony Richardson might go number one overall. And it's it's not even feeling improbable anymore. He's insanely athletically gifted. He has not played a lot of football. And someone thinks they're going to be able to fix him. So... That's well, fine. hit the breaking news. I have that breaking news right here. Here we go. Breaking news. This is CNN Breaking News. Is Anthony Richardson in line to start after the after the Panthers strong preseason? <laughs> there it is. I actually had a different one a while ago that I got rid of that was uh, <laughs> with the Raiders. And it was like, Jimmy Dree. Out with shoulder. Is Anthony Richardson ready to start? And it was like just Trey Lance all over again. I thought that was kind of a fun one. Like if yeah. we're just doing, if somehow Jimmy G signs with the team and then they get Anthony Richardson, it's just the same. It's fucking Groundhog Day. Uh, I think that's so good. Yeah, I love the Anthony Richardson thing. It's just the stock is through the roof. And yeah. uh, I see it too. Well, that's why I thought the Panthers. I feel like Frank Reich is like, you know, he's been pretty much fucked with all of his quarterbacks the entire time that he's been with the Colts. Right. Thanks, Andrew Luck. With the, exce- with the exception of Andrew Luck, really. But um, he's going to want someone, unless, unless they can somehow manage to get one of these, like, like a, I don't know, Derek Carr, I guess. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that they're just going to go with someone like Richardson. And I think that that he, I also have been reading all of this stuff that everyone's saying about him. And I do think that he could go very high and I don't even necessarily know if he goes and their first pick where it is now. I think they might trade up to, to get him. It's it's, oh man. And the crazy thing is we were talking about this with uh, the guy who went to the Titans, uh, Malik Willis in the third round. Like, he dropped to the third round. Like, that was a wholly different class. But it's just like, yeah, this this hype is getting out of control. All right, speaking of Trey Lance, though, I did, I did mention Trey Lance. I, I got one. This is CNN Breaking News. Niners look to recoup picks. Trey Lance is a Titan. I think the, I think the Titans could trade for uh, for the Trey Lance because, yeah, the Niners have made their decision. They're, they're in a new business now. They don't want Trey Lance. They're in for a big cock brock. And uh, I thought the Titans were not a bad fit for Trey Lance. And if people are literally talking about trading for Justin Fields, why would you not even think about trading for Trey Lance? He was drafted higher in the same draft. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of stock there. No one's talking about it. So, yeah, Trey Lance to the Titans. Uh, Also, yeah, the GM of the Titans used to work for the Niners. So I thought that that was, uh, yeah, I think it made sense. 
I do think the Titans are one of those dark horse teams that could just grab. I mean, do they really like Ryan Tannehill? Like, do they really? They said that like, he's their quarterback, but I think they said it in a way where, like, we're hoping someone can succeed him because they're not going to resign him right you know? now. He's our quarterback. He's he our is. quarterback right now. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, he and, will be a Titan. Right. Like for right now. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. So I thought Trey Lance is a Titans. Not a bad, not a bad thing. All right. What do you got? Oh, wait, wait. Right. Sorry. I got my sound effect. Get, and get breaking news. Oh, shit. No, I got to start over. Fuck. No. No. Oh, you got the international breaking. News. This is CNN breaking news. That's the same thing. All right, there you go. Where's the hustle? Tensions rise between new teammates DeAndre Hopkins and Kenny Galladay. Ooh, I like that. I think that you look at what the Giants have. Well, Galladay's out. They don't have for their wide receivers, and Kenny Galladay's a. Well, they cut Kenny Galladay. He's out. Did they cut him? Yeah, he's a March 15th cut. They've announced it. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I thought that was a good one to put because he's taken so much money away from he them. He has. But... He's robbed them completely. I guess there's a strategic reason for announcing that he's out already. Whatever. The story is the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a giant. I love Hopkins as a giant. Hopkins is funny. I think he's a trade... He's like a trade piece for so many scenarios. Like, name one team. There's only so many teams that couldn't use DeAndre Hopkins. Like, right. I, I, you know, if obviously there's a whole change in regime over there in, in uh, Arizona, but like, yeah, they they better get a haul. They're gonna get more for Hopkins than they paid for. You know, like they're oh, gonna get sure. a they're gonna get a great haul and. Call it a win. Uh, I'm completely convinced. And also, same thing, Brandon Cooks. You know, the funny thing is, I was going through all of this. I was trying to think about things. And I was like, all of these guys could actually end up being on the Patriots. You know, the Patriots need a wide receiver. But they just signed Bill O'Brien. And name one person DeAndre Hopkins will not want to play for anymore. It's Bill O'Brien. Name one person, Brandon Cooks. Well, probably like this, just this, he's a cancer because he, all these wide receivers are coming out of the Texans. And I just, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I do think that the other area where Hopkins could go um, is if they use that as a method of maybe uh, for the Ravens. I think he could be a Raven in a way to try to appease Lamar. I like, like that. Can, I like that. If they can get Lamar and say, hey, well, what if we trade? Like, you know, like if they like they franchise tag Lamar and say, what if we uh, go and get DeAndre Hopkins for you? I think that that would be a really good spot for him. He needs it. Yeah, because that's the thing to, for him, too, is like they're like as someone who had Lamar on his fantasy team this year, once he had no wide receivers to throw to, Despite the fact that he's a running quarterback, he was terrible. He was just right. off. And so they need someone there. And, but gosh, if, if Lavar is not there, I don't know what they're going to do. Well, I don't know. They did just take the Georgia offensive coordinator. And there does happen to be one 25-year-old drunk Georgia quarterback who's available. So we'll see how that goes. 
All right. I've got breaking news. This is my favorite one. Preseason headlines. This is CNN breaking news. Breaking news. Out of the Niners camp. Brawl in training camp with Trent Williams and Nick Bosa. Defense blaming offense for losing in playoffs four years in a row. I love this idea. I love the idea of Trent Williams and Nick Bosa choking each other out with their giant 40-inch wingspans or whatever. And Oh, man, yeah, that's my favorite. I love the idea of them having a fight in uh, preseason camp. Because, yeah, you know, we learned this from the Seahawks. Eventually, the defense gets pissed at the offense. You know, like, there's no reason. There's absolutely no reason the Niners shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. Except for quarterbacks and offense and all that shit. And, like, the defense is like, we did our job. And we know. We know that that's a thing. So, I'm hoping... If it hurt the Seahawks, it's got to hurt the Niners right now. So, yeah, I'm hoping Nick Bosa uh, and Trent Williams get after it all 50 years of Trent Williams. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't think all is good in Niners paradise. So that was my headline there. So that was my last preseason headline that I got. You got another one? I got one more. One more. Here we go. This is CNN Breaking News. Bet on it. Calvin Ridley says Jacksonville will cruise past the Bengals to get to the Super Bowl after their big win against the Chiefs. Love it! Love that! That's incredible! I love that! I love how every piece of that is incredible! Calvin Ridley making betting jokes on the Jags! Oh, no, that's your best one. That's uh, Way to save the best for the end. That's a good one. (laughs) Oh, I don't think I can top it. I've got some other ones I want to throw in there. But, yes, I do love the Jags. I love the Jags. I'm, I've already tried to explain to Emily how I can like the Seahawks and like the Jags at the same time because they're opposite ends of the country and they're just completely fucking opposite in every single way. But I love that. That's a really good one. All right. Um, I've got I've got two more. I'll do them. And, honestly, they're not at all. I, I even gave them week numbers. Week number four. This was my, this is not even a really, like, well-thought-out headline, but it's an idea. Here we go. Play this out. This is CNN Breaking News. Bajan Robinson and 2018 Todd Gurley side-by-side graphics are now routine. Shit, get out of here. Are now happening every Detroit Lions game after Jared Goff mentions them in the same sentence. I think that Jared, if Bajan Robinson is destined to go to the Lions. And Jared Goff is going to be like, he's kind of like Todd Gurley. And then they're going to start putting the stats next to each other. Like, ah, he's on pace to be the next Todd Gurley. So anyway, I guess the best way I could have said that is Bajan Robinson, the next Todd Gurley. That's how I should have started it. But anyway, that's, yeah, I think, uh, I think Bajan Robinson, next Todd Gurley, if, if the Lions do what they probably should do, they got to get Bajan Robinson, who, for those who are uh, completely unaware who he is, he is uh, a running back out of Texas who is, I mean, there's only been so many really, 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 really good running backs in the NFL draft. 
in the past couple years. Uh, Leonard Fournette was one, which didn't work out for a couple different reasons. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Todd Gurley, uh, Adrian Peterson. Like really, I look at them as like the, the top shelf dudes. The entire span of the last 10 years and those are them and yeah Bajan robinson's the next one he can do it all and yeah i think that his workload if he goes to detroit could be insane if he gets drafted by detroit he's my first round pick he's my first round pick i'll just fucking do it would you take adrian peterson his first year in minnesota like in the first round of the fantasy football draft like of course you would of course you would it was insane so yeah, that's anyway. a good landing spot for him. I think I never, I honestly never really even thought about that as being an option, but uh, but I yeah. also also read that they're not very happy with DeAndre Swift. Right, I think they're ready to move on from Swift, and and you know Jamal Williams did poach some touchdowns, but like when he when he's not their best goal line option, it's not gonna poach shit. You know, it's like ah, uh, John Robinson could just wreck shop. If he went to Detroit. But anyway, that's my headline. All right, I got my last headline. And this is, I also think, one of my more fun ones. Roll the tape! This is CNN Breaking News. Week 8 of the NFL. 2-5, and five, Steelers in trouble. George Pickens suspended after choking out Kenny Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like the idea of, uh, Pickens is incredible. He's an incredible talent. And if Pickett doesn't get any better and they have a slow start, I could straight up see him, George Pickens killing Kenny Pickett, like, or at least just making him unconscious on the football field. It wouldn't surprise me very much. I think that that would be, it's a, it's a fair pairing. I think those two work together. I love it. The, ad, the only headline I skipped was something along the lines, and I, it wasn't well-developed, but of uh, whatever quarterback goes to Vegas is going to be fun. And I thought uh, Jimmy G might have his first, uh, the only uh, betting, betting, you know, like sports book slash strip club, and it would, he would be the, like the marketing guy for it. If Jimmy yeah. G does go to Vegas, I thought that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to, figure one out about Aaron Rodgers in his dark room or whatever with going to, to, to Vegas with them. Being, right. Like, what do you uh, do? Would, it makes too much sense to send Rodgers to Vegas, but like, what does Vegas do with Aaron Rodgers? Like what, what is you think Caesars is going to give him his own like sports book or like, I just, I don't know if he's marketable. I don't know. I think he's fucked that whole thing up. Yeah. I just, and then I was trying to think about something about, um, I think Derek Carr is going to be a jet. I think he'll be. Oh yeah. That, that would be, that would, nope, nope. We're not doing that yet. Yeah. No, that would be nice. I think that that's the best fit. I just don't, I mean, the, here's the, here's the interesting thing about the quarterback market right now. The fact that he hasn't signed yet right. kind of makes me think that the offers aren't great. You know, like the stats have not really been that good for but, these but, past few years. But so. isn't there been a trend lately where like you've either got the QB, which your odds are got via the draft, or 
you get him for your agency, like he's a big dude. Like you've either got the guy or you've got a cheap guy. I What's the point in spending forty million on a quarterback who's not the guy? I think that you said it. I think the re- what what we're experiencing is what you said right out right off the bat. I think that a lot of dominoes are going to fall with whatever happens with Lamar Jackson. Totally, totally. Because I think a lot of teams are kind of putting together some sort of contingency plan of like, oh shit, what if he doesn't sign? They think they're in the sweepstakes. Yeah. Yeah. Because the truth is, is that, and and I don't blame Lamar Jackson. He wants, he wants the Sean Watson money. Right. And he says, I have the statistics that back up that I'm better than him. I have been an MVP. I have all of this stuff. This guy really shouldn't even be playing in the league. And yet he's getting paid more than me. Why should I be taking any less money? And there's plenty of teams that I do think will give him that money. So it's going to be a big, I think that's the big domino that falls that then we'll start seeing what happens with Daniel Jones and with, you know, yeah, no, you're 100% right. If someone's going to spend $45 million on Daniel Jones, like, and you've got a chance at getting Lamar Jackson, like, yeah, no, you do it. You just go, absolutely go for it. Yeah, because how mad would you be if, like, oh, not that I don't, I don't think the Giants are really in a place to get Lamar Jackson, but who knows? But let's say they give money to Daniel Jones, they give him $45 million a year, and right. then they could have they given him – Lamar Jackson, you know, more money than that, but you get Lamar Jackson. You get Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably what's kind of tying this all up. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. Well, we're going to play out the, uh, the end of the show as we typically do. Um, is there anything snake in part of the parenting world or Cougar athletics you'd like to talk about with your last minute? Oh gosh! I, I'm sorry, Lyle. No, I started at the beginning of the year. I just kind of fell off that when they. That's just not fun to be. So, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't back over to Pullman though. I haven't been there in years. No, and I was thinking about going there for the Wisconsin game. Yeah, I did see that. I think that would be really fun, but then so does probably everybody else. Um, That's right. So you know what? We're gonna get everyone there for the Wisconsin game, but before you do that, you're gonna have to watch. You're gonna have to watch uh, the trip to Madtown, which is a famous oh, cable yes. documentary that I ended up watching with Emily's parents recently, and that was Maybe awkward because I'm an do. adult. Maybe you need to make a sequel to it, but it's traveling from Tacoma to Pullman to go with watch. With kids? Yeah. With kids. Probably. Yeah. All Instead right. Well, this has been the Finicky Football Podcast. Good Finicky. And good night.